0: Missed any of our weekend's OM Live coverage? Search OM Live wherever you get your podcast from and never miss a second of the action. Okay, the Waters player of the day is going to be Jimmy Grills and we'll go down to Freaky now. What have you got for us, mate? Yeah, I've got
1: Jimmy Grills here, what is player of the day, mate. Hard fought game in the end. You must have been coming up here today. Really good contest that the Murderford Saints put with you. Yeah, we always know coming up here they've got a good fight in them and obviously they love their home deck and their crowd gets into it. But yeah, no, it's a good day for us. And, that. and a couple of young boys obviously debuting for the club today in such a hard-fought game. You must be really pleased to see the, the young guys keep coming through, the Auburn Tigers. Yeah, it was really good to get Hazy in for his first game and obviously get him the win. And then obviously young Rory, um, he played really well today, both of them, so it's good to get him in. And you're always such an even contribution of the team. It's probably one of the best assets of your side. You must be really pleased with how the team is playing as a whole at this point of the season. Yeah, we really like to have that. Obviously, 22 blokes it takes to win big games, so we like to have even contribution. All right, Too Easy Grizzly Thanks, mate. What is play of the day? Yeah, it is, me. it is me, mate. I've got Anthony Miles, the victorious coach down here, mate. Milesy, really tough for victory in the end. Obviously, you got about five or six of your better players missing at the moment. But you must be really pleased with the side to be able to get over the line against the Milford side that really came at you a few times throughout the game.
2: Yeah, we were. We always knew it would be a challenge coming here. They, they played this ground really well. They're young and energetic. So, you said, to walk away with four points and to put ourselves in that position where you're in tough, tight games, it's always um, a good learning experience. And, um, yeah, our young guys will take a lot out of it as well.
1: And the consistency of your midfield of Elliot Powell and Braden O'Hara, Briley Bice and Jimmy Grills, you must be really pleased with the effort that they give you week in, week out. You're not a side from an outside looking; in, it relies on one player. You've got a really good even spread, and that must be one of the more pleasing aspects of it, the way the side's playing at the moment.
2: Yeah, it is, and, and that's what we we focus on focused on that in in our, in a way that um, yeah that those guys are contributing and as you said I thought all those guys were great and, and with some experience out this week I felt that um, they really stepped up as they have been all year.
1: And I thought Jeffy Gale, he might not have got as much of the footy as Bobby Woody would like, but I just think a lot of his forward pressure and acts in the forward half set up a lot of goal-scoring opportunities, on obviously on a ground which is a little bit wet and uh, slippery today. So he must have been really happy with his efforts in that forward half.
2: Yeah, he's classy. Yeah, you see see why he's um he's played at the elite level you know he's he's forward pressure we we keep always saying that that's what we base his game on what we judge his game on is the forward pressure and the um the rest flows off the back of that so he he certainly brought that at times today but um yeah we're
1: continually challenging to bring that consistently And Jacob Collin, probably one of the quieter games he's played this year. I've seen that uh, probably from halfway through the third quarter on, you've got him into the middle of the ground. Was that just to get him in and around the footy, get his his impact in the game? Because in that last quarter, he certainly had that.
2: Yeah, we probably were
1: lacking a midfielder this week.
2: Um, We lost Braden McMenamin at at halftime, just before halftime. So um, we had to force to send Spencer Jones back, who was playing as a mid. And then, um, yeah, JC, who felt probably a bit um, bit top-heavy forward of the ball. And he runs, you know, he's an elite runner. So to get
1: him around the ball was good. And I'll send you up to the boys upstairs for a few questions.
3: Hey, Miles, here's Panda up here, mate. Well done on a win. You must be really pleased that you can, as Freaky said, you had five or six of your better players out, but you're able to bring in young Will Unthank and, you know, Spencer Jones, Oliver Hayes debuted today, you know, Rory Pell, Rory Parnell, uh, apologies. Um, You can just throw a blanket over five or six blokes that can all come in and play a role.
2: Yeah, exactly right, Panda, and I think our our two's had a really good win as well, but um, super impressed with Rory Parnell um, today as well. I thought his contest and his work to to get dirty, he wasn't um, afraid to throw himself in there as an 18-year-old, and um, yeah, Ollie Hayes had his moments as well, so all those guys are continuing to grow the more senior footy they play.
4: Milesy, Dan here, mate again. Congratulations to you and your boys. The one thing that really impresses me about you guys, and I think you do it better than any other team in the league, is your ball use. You, you took 23 marks from 46 inside 50s today going going inside that 50. Is that something that you guys really pride yourself on? And I guess you look at those guys like Powell and Bice and O'Hara, you must be so proud that you've got such a well-skilled uh, midfield and half backs as well.
2: Yeah, it makes us look probably pretty good as coaches, as you said, with those guys delivering the ball inside inside 50. So, um, yeah, still elements that, uh, yeah, you're never always fully pleased as a coach. But, yeah, as I said, I think our ball movement's continuing to grow. And, you know, the pleasing thing you spoke about, those multiple guys who can play roles, I think we continue to work on, you know, multiple ways to score goals, whether that be fast or, or playing slow or, or holding it up or whatever that looks like. So, um, yeah, pleased with our ball movement again.
0: Yeah, good day Anthony Luke here. Uh, you knew this one was coming coming Anthony. How's your leg? how's your ankle? How's your foot? how are you feeling?
2: Yeah, I'm getting there. Yeah, so um, yeah, continually progressing and, and hopefully not uh, not too far off. So yeah, um, wasn't uh, wasn't overly concerned the to miss today. Thanks for the, the days You very just good. love sitting in the box, well, not don't you? Snip. Perched up there, I looked
3: at the middle of the ground. At
0: the yeah, start of the day and thought, you're a hundred. Uh, there's nothing wrong with you, is there? You're hundred percent. Exactly right. Yeah.
2: So now getting there. Getting there.
0: Very good.
3: Hey, uh, Molsy, yeah, yeah, have a game against North Northallbury next week. You got the bye and then Wangaratta. So the competition's so even. So so once again, you've got a couple of big uh, blocks nestled in there with a bye as well. So um, it's just hard to get any real continuity at the moment, isn't it?
2: Yeah, it is tough and, you know, motivation at this time of year for, for guys, you know, middle of winter and, we, you know, we play North Aubrey, uh, bye, wang, by So mm. it is, it's hard to manage as a coach, but... Um, you know, as you just said, the competition's so so even at the moment. North Aubrey's um, up and about and playing some great footy. So we're actually really looking forward to that contest next week and um, coming off a, a heavy ground. We'll have a um, bit of a recovery focus this week and, and hopefully, um, yeah, put on a bit of a show against North Aubrey next week who, as I said, are going really well.
3: We heard um, Adam Schneider last week, Miles, he say that they've done some things different at Lavington, like go to the pool or play basketball. What have you guys done, I guess, to... Keep that motivation factor up. I mean, so many buyers nestled in there. Have you changed some things up? What have you guys done?
2: Yeah, spot on. We uh, we were pre- very, probably very similar to Lavie, and we, we had a you know a games night, of basketball, and a bit of soccer, and, and these things that the boys just enjoy and try to try to change it up a bit and, and um, yeah keep the boys engaged because as I said, it's um, it's a pretty long year, um, and boy, boys love playing footy on a Saturday, mm-hmm. so that's a reality. But um, yeah, here's what it is: you've just got to um, roll with the punches and, and go with it.
3: Twenty-six point winners today. Enjoy the drive back to Aubrey Mate, and uh, well done on another win. Thank you, boys. Really appreciate it.
1: Just to cut you off there, Damn. Dan. Sorry, I've got Elliot Power down here on boundary side. Elliot, uh, congratulations on the win, mate. It was a hard fought victory, and yourself, another another good performance.
5: Yeah, cheers, mate. Yeah, it was hard fought. They um, they definitely came to play. It's sort of one of those ones you look at on the calendar, and you know it's always going to be a hard game to come up here in the middle of winter and um and get the result. So now I thought sort of they put it to us at half time. We had to reevaluate, and um, we come out and sort of got the job done in the end, which was good.
1: And it looked like there might have been a little bit of extra attention for you by some of the Myrtleford players. Ha- how's your mindset when you come into a game when you think there might be a little bit of extra attention on yourself in a game?
5: Oh, you've got to expect it, mate, at the end of the day. You know, it's, it's good for them to take the best players out of the game. So, you know, it's something that sort of um, the best players have been dealing with for a long time, mate. So, no, nah, it's, um, it's nothing new, to be honest, so... And yourself and the rest
1: of that midfield group of like O'Hara, Bice and Girls, you're really gelling now and clicking as, as you always have been. You really must be really happy with how the team's p- positioned at this time of the year.
5: Yeah, it's going well. The other one's Tommy O'Brien. He's, um, he's un- untapped, really. He's going to be a gun in the future. So it's pretty young, to be honest, apart from probably me, me and Bradough. We're sort of the old blokes in there now. So. But, um, no, it's good, mate. It's good to bank wins this time of the year and just um, sort of keep, keep going one week at a time and just keep working on our game. So.
1: I'll just send you upstairs to the boys for a few questions.
3: Hey, Powley, what do you mean, mate? Um, you come up here and you know you know what you're going to get with the ground. You've been playing out with deterring on some mud tracks in the TDFL the past few years, mate. So you must have been used to this sort of stuff.
5: Yeah, I told the boys that this is just normal <laughs> normal weather back back home and normal ground. So no, nah, I was all right, mate. i am sort of used to playing on. At the end of the day, it's middle of winter, so the ground's get heavy, and so um, something we just got to deal with. So I think it's um it was actually pretty good compared to what it's been here. Last mm. year, so yeah, it wasn't too bad. You've played in a couple of different positions
3: this year, Powley. I mean, you spent a bit more time in the midfield today. You've, you've spent a little bit of time forward, half back. Um, where do you obviously, you must love playing in the midfield and having an impact there, but you must be pretty pleased that you're going to have different impacts at different parts of the ground.
5: Yeah, I guess that's the thing with the team. There's just so many midfielders to go through there. So you've got to find um, another spot. I know I haven't kicked many goals this year, but it's something I'll just keep working on week by week. And um, yeah, at the end of the day, you've got to try and play a few different positions so
0: that you can fit in. So I'll uh, just keep working with it. Yeah, good day, Elliot. Luke here. Uh, well done on the win. Your running capacity, mate, is, is of a very high level. Do you get in any extra Ks besides normal training and track work during the week?
5: Oh, I think you got to, mate, you got to do extras, you got to, you got to keep in front, so um, no, nothing too major through the middle of the year, I guess you've got to try and keep the body fresh as well, but at the end of the day, it's probably more down to the pre-season, getting a good body of work in at that time of the year, set yourself up to have a good year, so that's probably probably more on that side of it, really.
4: Yeah, Elliot, Dan here, mate, just back on the question that Panda asked you, you do play a lot of different positions, is that sort of, is that a challenge in itself with that continuity of playing all those positions and do you sort of have that different approach of training each week on where you're going to play and, and how's the communication with Milesy about what you're going to do on that
5: weekend? Well, I think it's probably a role that I've been playing ever since I did hit the ovens in Murray so I know this year it's probably a bit more inside because we haven't got um, the in- well we didn't have the inside players in there today so there's a sort of different range of inside outside but no it's good mate just communication with the coaches and you know when, it's, you know, when they pick the team and just figure out where, what it's going to look like on game day and um, just keep working one week at a time I guess.
3: Hey, Pally, when you left the first time, you always made it known that you wanted to come back to Aubrey at some stage. How have you found the, the first 11 games back in the SSNA ovens of Murray? I mean, the comp's so even at the moment. You look at the games today, I think there were only sort of, you know, 20-odd points separating all, all sides. How are you enjoying your time back at Aubrey, albeit, um, you know, I guess in your own life a little bit more
5: mature this time? Yeah, it's hard, mate. It's it's a good round of footy, you know. You don't, you don't get any easy weeks. So no matter which team you come up against, you know you're going to get a good battle. So um, it's probably been a bit harder this time round just because my body's getting a bit older. So <laughs> I was trying to just keep fresh and um, try and keep improving on my game. But, um, yeah, I don't know. It's, Either, either, mate. It is definitely getting harder, though. <laughs> Who's your AFL team, Elliot? Oh, I hate to admit it, mate, but Carlton. So. <laughs> oh, dear you got <laughs> yeah. the Hawkers. Dude, dance, know. dance, Hawkers tomorrow. What's going to happen? I hope we win that one, but who knows? At the, at the <laughs> you can't <laughs>
3: kickstart at the moment, mate. Yeah. Hey, uh, yeah. hey, Powley. Thanks a lot for joining us. Um, enjoy the try, ride back to Albury, mate, and we'll catch you again soon on him live. No worries. Thanks, boys. Cheers. See you, Elliot. Bye. <laughs> He's an...
1: Yeah, you've got Craig down here. Craig, must be really pleased with the effort that the guys put out. Obviously, last week was a little bit disappointing, but you must be much happier with how the, perform- the, the contested effort the guys had today. You know, I thought the boys had
6: a real crack today. Um, when you were in for a pretty big challenge playing against the Tigers, who are playing some pretty good footy at the moment, and after last week, we were really, really disappointed with our performances last week. Um, so I was really, really pleased in the first quarter. We thought in the first six or eight minutes we were going okay, and then that middle period of that first quarter, I think they kicked three goals, and... And then I thought we did well to sort of sort of wrestle a bit of momentum back at the back half of the um, the first quarter. But um, no, we had a crack, and we spoke about being defined by pressure and, and effort in our community. And and I felt like the boys rolled their sleeves up today, and, and would easily be walking away today, feeling like we we had a go, and and uh, and people would be proud of the way we played.
1: It must be really pleasing for you as a coach. Obviously, I was watching from the outside, just the the amount of consistent effort that the boys went with the foot used to go into the middle of the ground, even though conditions at times might not have been as conducive for it. You must be really pleased that the boys, listening to the messaging that you've got and the game plan that you've got and still trying to execute it throughout the whole game.
6: Yeah, it's a good good pick-up because um, we spoke spoke about the way we want to move the ball, um, particularly against the best sides, and at times we just need to, to... I guess, um, tread with caution a bit more than what we would ordinarily do. But um, we didn't do that today and the conditions were slippery. But I was really proud of the way the boys were trying to shift the ball and move the ball across the different lanes, trying to open up their defence as, as best we could. And we did that at times. Uh, we're still turning the ball over at critical moments, which is which is costing us, particularly against the best sides. They just score a lot easier against us. But no, I was really happy with the way the boys were moving the ball today.
1: And one player I really want to touch on, I thought it was fantastic for you guys today, was Riley Forrest on his job on Jacob Conlon. I thought he was simply outstanding down there in defence for you guys. And I think your whole back line in general was really solid today. But him in particular, I thought, had a really, really strong... Probably one of his better games I've seen for Myrtleford. Yeah, he's a... I mean, he's he's probably played 10 Ovens of Murray
6: senior games and we give him the big jobs most week. And um, I thought, you know, uh, J.C.'s a really good player... Um, and we, were, we just thought that if we could limit some supply, um, and I thought our midfield did a really good job, that was going to go a long way to helping out Riley and a few of the other key defenders. So, no, he, he's been a, a really good find for him. I mean, he didn't start training until the end of January. Uh, we thought we are going to lose him to... Uh, into the O and K, we convinced him to stay and develop, and he has. And he's he's been one of our um, standout players for most of the season. And he, I mean, he's just defined by effort. He just has a crack. He's not the most uh, skillful player that we have, but when the ball's in the air and on the ground, he generally wants to try and win it back. So he he played another good game today for us.
1: And I'll throw you upstairs to the boys for a few questions.
4: Hey, Craig, it's Dan here. Mate, look, bad luck again. And uh, commiserations to you and your boys. I thought you were fantastic today. The one thing I wanted to talk to you about, Craig, is you must be so happy that you've got so many great leaders in such a young developing team. I talk about blokes like Simon Curtis. you got Brody Ricciardi. you got Mitch Darbosco. You've got the Sharp boys. How pivotal are those guys, I guess, in leading this really young and developing group?
6: Yeah, it's critical, Dan. It's a good question because um, at times though, I can put too much pressure on them. I mean, They've they're generally been in our better players most games. They're trying to lead by example, lead with their communication and a number of other things on and off the field. Um, but I'm really fortunate to have those type of players in terms of leadership qualities. Uh, Any experience, but they're just good people off the field too. So they're driving standards with the group um, beyond the white line. So um, no, they're they're all stepping up to the plate. And I thought Mitch Del Bosco's game today was outstanding across half back for us in a role that he hasn't played a lot of. Um, he's normally been that inside mid, but he was he was superb for us today.
0: Yeah, good day, Craig. Luke here. Uh, look, saw you guys last week at in Pantherland, and you, you were just a completely different team today. I mean, your guys just really stood up. I know we've we've already mentioned that, but what was the main message on the track this week, Craig? And and what did you you guys do at training?
6: Uh, we didn't change too much, um, Lukey. To be honest, um, we had a fairly when we train pretty hard during the week. Um, so Mondays are always really long sessions and then Thursdays we're sort of an hour, 30 to hour, 45 minutes. So we didn't want to change anything. Um, We knew that we had to buy next week so our loads could be up a bit, but I mean, we just spoke about last week just being unacceptable in how we want to play and the brand that we're trying to establish, and they're a pretty proud group. Uh, We had really good numbers. You know, we still get sort of 45 to 50 players at training on Thursday nights. We're still sort of high 30s on a Monday night. So the intent is there and the desire and want to learn and get better is still there. Um, We've just got to get better in, in our skill execution, and at times some of our defensive stuff's falling down, which is leading to goals, but... Yeah, we didn't really talk specifically too much to um, Albury as such. I mean, yeah. they're a really good side. Uh, and we, they got ball winners all across the three the three areas of the ground. But um, it was more about what we can improve on this week to be competitive and try and jag the win.
0: Yeah.
3: Hey, um... Funky, how many? How often are you throwing the magnets around? One thing I noticed a little bit today was Austin Wicks, who's traditionally been a defender, spent a fair bit of the time four, which must be great in his development as well. And um, I guess are you finding ways to do that with some of these young sides, playing them in a few different positions? Um, I guess to, to to make them adapt to a few different conditions.
6: Yeah, we've been talking about growth mindset and the ability for. Uh, to make changes in quarters. Um, you know, Lockie Hurrigan today played on ball, um, Aussie played on ball and they've they've been predominantly down back all week. I mean there was We had Hugh out this week um, and then we lost uh, Elijah Wales with his injury and Sammy Martin. So we had to spin and make some changes. We had two debutantes again today after two debutantes last week. So, um, yeah, we're rolling the magnets through and trying people out in new positions because whilst we're trying to win games every week, we're also looking at what does our best side look like longer term with a young group. So, um, But the players have been really receptive to changes um, and... Uh, and they went out today and, and some players, you know, we found out a lot today about some players in some different roles.
0: Yeah, I thought there was a stage or uh, one moment in the game, Craig, with, with Tom Capillari here just inside the centre square on the, on the back flank. And he went to ground and it was pretty heavily. And it was one of those moments where sometimes you can come off the ground But it was just one of those senior football moments where he chose to stay on. He knew the game was in the balance and he he had to stand up for his team. I thought that was a a little thing, but I thought it was a great thing for for Saints fans.
6: Yeah, he's a really proud person. Cap, I mean, last week, um, Luke, he sends me a text saying, I don't want to get paid for today's game because I thought I was embarrassing. Yeah. Yeah. That's So amazing. that's the type of kid that he is. He was never going to come off the ground. He's yeah. tough. Yeah. Um, and as I said, he's a very, very proud person. So, <sighs> I mean, he's been a really good performer for us all year. I mean, I'm a bit surprised he hasn't been given an opportunity at VFL level yet. Yeah. Um, and I'm sure that time will come for him because he's down there training his bum off to get that opportunity. But um, he's been really good for us all
3: year. Yeah. Hey, um Funky, you play uh, next week, obviously. Um, who do you have next week? No, you have the bye next week. So you have a, have a week off and then you're back into it uh, against the Rovers um, and then, uh, you know, against Wodonga and then other bye. So once again, um, a couple of big games nestled amongst weeks off. How are you, what are you doing to, to keep this young group motivated? Because they just want to keep playing footy every week. And I, I know it's a difficult position, but what are you guys doing at Myrtleford Saintsland?
6: It's, it's, it's a good question, mate, particularly when you're not winning, um, is how do you keep enthusiasm within the group? I mean, but we, um, we got one, back to that question earlier about our leaders. Our leaders are driving all those standards with our players. And as I said, if, if numbers were starting to, to wane mm. a bit on the track, I mean, we had seven players today playing the resies who had not trained at the club.
3: Wow! So
6: now that, that 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 that's causing some challenges. We're not the training. only club
3: I can tell you that no, as well. There's a few today that like that. I think um, funky,
6: and we know that that's been a bit of an issue over the over the last few years too. Um, but the fact is that we've got blokes who just want to come and play and who keep turning up to train and get better. So um, with the buy, with the buy this week, uh, we'll probably give the boys a night off um, just to to recharge. Um, they'll have their own individual programs to do over the break away from the club and come back full of energy the next week against the Rovers so um, it's a big it's a I mean we haven't got the wins on the board that we would have liked to have had at the start of the season but we know where we're at we're realists but we see opportunity in the last six or seven games now to to really set up the to, uh, the 2024 season and and we're not looking at outcomes and scoreboards as such we're just working on process stuff and I know that's cliche but that's the reality of what we're doing with a young group at the moment
3: what sort of um, what sort of setup were you rolling with the ball tonight, Funky? You, you know, on the D floor. What, what, how, how do you sort of see a night like this? <laughs> That's you're not bad, are you? <laughs> um, um,
6: no, no, I'll sit, I've been crook all week. With oh a bit of no, a chest infection. So, but I'll I'll uh, i do like a few sherbets with the lads, <laughs> and it's a good way. We, we spoke really heavily about getting good numbers. I think it's about 150 or 60 going good tonight. So um you know the community really get behind us but it will be good to, to sort of sit back and have a few beers and it's always whilst we didn't get the result i was really proud of everyone's effort today and i think you can enjoy your beer a bit more when you know that you've had a genuine crack and your supporters know that you've had a genuine crack so we'll keep striving for the four points but um but we'll, we'll sit back tonight reflect and have a few sherbets and enjoy each other's company
0: who's the club's rock star craig who's going to be cutting angles on the tree tonight
6: Oh, Luke, I I think it's best to keep that off there. (laughs) (laughs) Smart man. It's it's always the young blokes that think they go okay, but there's a couple of the older boys don't mind sort of carving it up. So, um, no, it'll be a good night to get everyone together. Yeah, great. Well
3: done. Incredibly uh, kind with your time again, Funky. Thanks a lot for joining us in commiserations today. Well done.
6: No, thanks for your support, boys.